0: Bridgeport Coffee Company was named the number one coffee house in Chicago by Time Out Magazine, probably because their terrific artisanal roasts are complemented so well by their down-to-earth attitude. Try it yourself at 31st & Morgan in Bridgeport, or at fine retailers like Whole Foods or Jeans in Lincoln Square, or check out BridgeportCoffeeCompany.com. Do it live!
1: Do it live! 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 Do it it live.
2: live! Please won't
3: you be my neighbor, neighbor and friend.
1: Hello everybody, welcome to The Hungry Brain, welcome to You, Me, Them, everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. We should probably change the intro. We've had that intro for a very, very, very long time. Really? You're, you're taking a photo this early? You don't even know what the show's going to be like. This could be the worst thing. Oh, you're going to tweet about this, aren't you? You're going to have all the tweets about that. Anyways, <laughs> welcome to The Hungry Brain. I... I miss the Hungry Brain. I miss the Hungry Brain a lot. Um, I, I don't live here anymore. I, I live in a different city, and there's a few things that make me feel like home. One of those things is the Hungry Brain. When I, feel, when I say feel like home, I mean like what's the closest I can get to a clan rally if everyone in the clan had beards and flannel, and it's the Hungry Brain in Chicago, Illinois, and I'm glad to be back here. It's good to see that nothing has ever changed here, and I love that bar. Oh, I'm getting married. I'm very excited that I'm getting married, and uh, that is another thing that makes me feel like home. I'm getting married to a woman I love, and um, we're both big, like, music snob fans. We used, to, we used to be the DJs at Delilah's, and we used to be the DJs at Liars Club, and we would play only Chicago music, and we would get in fights over, like, what garage rock... Uh, sound is the best sound. Like, what era of chess records produced the best? Was it the early Holland Wolf stuff, or was it the mid-era Bo Diddley, Chuck Berry? It's obviously the Bo Diddley era. Anyways, we were music fans. We love music, and now that we're getting married, we're having like the most passionate, lovely fights over what songs to be played at the wedding. Because we're not gonna. Here's. The... I should clarify. We have two themes of the wedding. That being, no God and open bar. So it's gonna be that kind of fun, hungry brain type of wedding, right? So the music is very, very important. So we're talking about what songs we're going to have for the recessional and processional at the ceremony. And we're getting married in, in Humboldt Park in the boathouse because we want to scare away all the old people. It's totally working, by the way. We have one senior citizen coming to the wedding. We're inviting 30 because those are rich people. We're poor, so we need them. But we're going we're gonna to have music, and we can't have amplified sound in Humboldt Park because like, it's the park district, and God forbid you use common sense. You can't have amplified sounds. So what, what kind of song could like, someone just sing out loud with no accompaniment that makes sense. And to me, there's one artist that could easily do this and one artist in a way that was born to do this, and his name is Iggy Pop. I want, to get, I want to get Iggy Pop to sing at my wedding, and this is not a joke. We were at a wedding in November, and she says, what are the songs you want? And I go, Raw Power and Search and Destroy. She's like, are you joking? I was like, no, this is completely serious. I want Raw Power and Search and Destroy. Why? Raw power has, to me, the best line about romance ever. It's, happiness is made for you and me. Well, that sounds awful, but it coming from Iggy Pop's mouth, it's the exact opposite of God. So it's even better. It's just like the best, pure, raw emotion. Literally, it's called raw power. It makes sense to me that that's the song I want Well, I'm getting married. Like, that's the last thing I'll hear as a single man. And then Search and Destroy is essentially a gang song. We're going to scorch the earth together. We're going to die, obviously, so you might, we might as well do it together and have a lot of fun. Now, she thinks, like, oh, yeah, okay, this isn't going to happen, so I'll let you do this. If you get Iggy Pop to sing at the wedding, fine. I'll let you have Iggy Pop. But she gave me three rules. One, I can't pay the man. Zero. I can't, I can't start a Kickstarter to get it. It can't be a cute thing. No, I can't pay the man. That, she made that very clear. Two... If it's Iggy, he's got to be shirtless. We're getting married in September in Chicago. That's not going to be easy. And number three is, it can't have amplified sound. So, I wrote this piece, um, trying to get Iggy Pop to sing at my wedding. And it's gotten a lot of positive responses. Some people said, I'll start a donation for you, we can get Iggy. I go, no, 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 no. We'll donate it to charity. Some cool, godless charity that I'm a fan of and Iggy's a fan of. Like, this could happen. And, uh... This is why I'm talking about it on a microphone, on a stage, and into the internet. I need you to, if you know Iggy Pop, if you've ever been to Miami, this isn't a joke. I need you to contact Mr. Osterberg. I know that the likelihood of this is slim to none, but I won't quit until he says no. And I'm sure I'll get a no, but like that, that, that'll be a cool thing to have at a wedding. What, what was your wedding like? Oh, Iggy Pop said no. What does that mean? See, you don't get us you don't understand what we're talking about, we are going to stay together forever because of the no God and open bar. So, like, if she becomes a fucking born-again Christian and, like, doesn't drink anymore, yeah, this is going to go to shit. But if we have Iggy Pop at her wedding, she'll never even think about becoming a good person. It's going to be great. So I need you to go on the internet, go to the website that you're listening to this on, or if you're in the room, go to you, me, them, everybodycom and there is a, I wrote a column, it's called Dear Iggy, Help Me, and it's getting responses. I need you to pass that along to any awesome musical contacts I have, because if there's there's one thing I've learned from doing this show. It's that really, really awesome people listen to the show, but we're all poor. So I'm not asking for money. That's insane. This is not some weird Kickstarter spiel. There's no other agenda than I really want to have Iggy Pop sing at my wedding. I love your coat, man. That is a delightful coat. How are you doing, sir? Her coat, great. Keep it up. Anyways, we have a great show tonight. Uh, a show so good, I'm, in, I'm like nervous because I usually don't respect all three of our guests. So this is a very weird show for me, and it's going to be great. Uh, we have Dmitry Samaroff, we have James Fritz, and we have Scott Lucas. And even cooler—no offense, gentlemen—Annie's our house band tonight. The delightful Annie from Rock Falls. Esmeralda is the co-host. Annie, will you play us a song? Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, Rock Falls. <laughs>
4: To say, to say, to say
1: I book her because by proxy, not I don't look like a total piece of shit, and people don't leave. It's great. I love Annie. Thank you, Annie. Merle, how are you?
5: I'm good. How are you doing? Medium. You have a, a crybaby curl in your hair. I yes. told you earlier, and you didn't get rid of it.
1: I, I don't, well, I'm <laughs> not looking at myself right now, so I don't know how to get rid of it. I'm sorry. Do you not like it? Does it make you feel weird? Do it's you think just, I'm going to go to jail and make some license plates over the woman I love?
5: Just don't tattoo tears into your eyes. I
1: was going to tattoo tears. Or into tears your cheeks in my, or
5: whatever wherever tears go.
1: Yeah, they go on your cheeks when you get tattoos in prison. You see a lot of guys... That, never mind. Anyways, as well the co-host, talk show. Therefore, we do news stories. What is our first news story of the evening?
5: It's about my hometown. Joliet. Joliet. Yeah. Oh, seriously? There's more than one? Really? No, no, they're just—they're just. She was
1: laughing at you. They're just
5: trying to get in on the awesomeness. It's like of when Cle-
1: when people say Cleveland rocks, it's ironic. Yeah. The same way people oh. cheer for Juliet.
5: <laughs> yes, well, so a man stayed in a, a Joliet motel there with his girlfriend. That's nice for two days. Oh,
1: sounds,
5: cool. Sounds all right, right? Maybe
1: it was a Valentine's she Day. She was dead. No, oh, no. For no. those two days, she was dead. When. Did he check in, and was like, oh, she's dead, or was she, he's like... Yeah,
5: so they check in. He uh, apparently beat her up a little, and then well, she Jill, died yeah. suddenly. No, caught, no, she, like, the, the beating didn't do anything. She just died suddenly. <laughs> sorry,
1: I'm sorry, that's awful. I shouldn't have laughed at the beating, did I know. nothing.
5: Well, whatever, she's, she's dead now, and so he kept her for two days, dead. He hung out in the hotel room, stole her credit card, took out money. Wait,
1: wait, wait, is it stealing when someone's dead?
5: Because now I bet you he, like, found it in her in her pockets. So he pickpocketed her.
1: Are you pickpocketed once you're dead? Yeah. Okay.
5: It's still on your person. Oh, okay. It's a dead person, but it's on your person. That's fair, I guess. So he takes out the money, and then he goes and buys vodka.
1: That's it. That's all he bought. Vodka. vodka. He bought vodka. What kind That's of vodka it. did he buy?
5: I don't know. They don't tell you. What
1: news source They don't this? tell
5: you. Times. Why are you looking at the Sun Times for news? Because it's... It's a paper?
1: Technically. The same way this is technically were... a talk show, but no one's coming uh,
5: Come damn on. damn it. No, so I wonder how much vodka, how much, well, how much money did he take out? How much vodka did he buy? Okay. Like, did he go to Costco and get, like, how a big thing? How did he get thing? caught?
1: Because of the credit cards? Uh, the smell. Oh, Really? <laughs> But, really? You know,
5: bodies smell.
1: They do. <laughs>
5: they do. He's not and a he's fan in of a motel. Yeah, but he's
1: so. not a fan of Breaking Bad. Like every other episode, you learn a new way to dispose of bodies that don't smell.
5: Yeah, but all he did was buy vodka. He could have done so many things. Wait, he just what? bought vodka. What
1: could he have done?
5: I don't know. Bought. Condoms. Con. You what? don't need a condom at that point.
1: <laughs> That's a totally different trip in Future Dead Lady.
5: Yeah comic books he could about so many things you he can't think one of thing. one food I thought of two things.
1: food okay Jesus Christ
5: he subsisted on vodka for two days why are the two
1: ladies rationalizing this more than the gentleman on stage <laughs> like you've like thought like oh this is gonna happen to me <laughs> alright <laughs> next story
5: that's what you hope nope really no
1: that's okay that's your perfect day <laughs> it was the next story
5: this one's for you since you work at the... So- I don't even know. Are you a Sox fan?
1: I'm a Cubs fan and a Sox fan. Okay. Yeah. But well, I'm more of a Cub I'm 60-40 Cubs over Sox. But I like both okay. teams.
5: I don't know what that means.
1: I, okay. <laughs> I just told you exactly what that means. Okay. Okay. Well,
5: some website called com are doing a an overall list of all the, an- the, the sports announcers, mm-hmm. baseball announcers. Yes. And... Uh, Mr. Uh, Hawk. Hawk Harrelson. Hawk Harrelson. Is that his real name? No. Damn. Uh, he is very low on a scale from one to five-five, being the best. Yes. He's getting twos all around, That's such as attitude and charisma and all that, like be nice to people. That is
1: surprisingly good for Hawk Harrelson. Because
5: what does he do? Now you tell me because I don't know.
1: Okay, so the way it works is there's one guy doing color and one guy doing play-by-play. Color is essentially that. It's commentary. Uh, Play-by-play is the guy that's kind of in charge of saying, like, that was a ball, that was a strike. Steve Stone, who used to announce for the Cubs, does the play-by-play for the White Sox. And I'd say he's one of the best announcers in all of baseball and all of sport. Now, Hawk Harrelson is the worst announcer I've ever heard in my life.
5: So it balances out. And I'm
1: a baseball fan, and I have the MLB package so you can listen to all the other feeds, and I try to listen to the opposing team's feed to see if it's any good. For example, whenever the Cubs or Sox are playing the Dodgers, I listen to the Dodgers' feed because that guy is a monster, just one old dude. It's amazing. Yeah,
5: they're, they're like the best.
1: Yeah, for, like, this guy's insane. It does not make any sense. But, but Hawk Harrelson is the opposite of everything good. He's the only person that I know that have made actual Sox fans not like the Sox.
5: See, now I want to know, how much do they pay him? Probably
1: and, a million a year.
5: And can we get in on that, and we'll just be one person? People like
1: him. Some people like him. People will like us, too. No, they won't. <laughs> ah, Not the same on. people. You don't even know what the, like, what the announcers do. You don't even know the other name of the announcer. I know, but
5: then I will bring in that audience that doesn't know anything. Do you know, do you know any baseball fans besides, like, me? No.
1: And the bartender here? I mean, come on. I
5: honestly don't. I don't know. You
1: would be better than Hawk. I'll give you that. I know like five
5: people. But it's a...
1: You know five people.
5: You need to get out more. I know. You know you
1: don't live in Joliet anymore. All right, fair enough. Next story.
5: Uh, Wyoming is starting a... um...
1: Wait, Wyoming?
5: Yeah, Wyoming.
1: What's Wyoming? You don't hear
5: about them in the news a lot. Wait, the
1: state Wyoming?
5: What? What? How do you say it?
1: Wyoming. I N G E N.
5: Yeah, but all right now I'm totally. Are we, are we talking about the state? Yes, I call it Wyoming. No. Wyoming?
1: Oh
5: my! Have I been saying that wrong my yeah. entire life?
1: Yeah, you're missing the, the last third of the word.
5: Wow. Shit. Yeah. Good thing that it doesn't really. The matter no school one really system talks about is really it. living
1: up to its name. So what's going on and why? Oh Like
5: I totally did not know. Damn. How do you know?
1: Okay, this is sad. <sighs>
5: All right. Anyway,
1: she yeah, she did grow yeah, up in Julia. Yeah, We should have Mike, Danny. Men by the way. stay
5: with dead ladies in motels. That's our people there. Oh, uh, they d- <laughs> they've started they've started uh, rolling the ball in this legislation to do uh, doomsday preparations. Ooh,
1: that could be yeah. fun. What kind of things they got planned?
5: Uh, so they want to do so. Just in case, in the event of a complete economic or political collapse okay. in the United States, mm-hmm. they've uh, they're gonna have a state-run task force okay. ready to start doing stuff like like money. Okay. They would make they would make their I don't know why That's they would always need more worked money. Out.
1: That's it's different money.
5: Yeah, they would start like a whole how new the Confederacy did. way of money.
1: Yeah, it's not a new way of it's just different.
5: Okay. Well, no, 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 but they'd literally have new money. I get that. They wouldn't use our I'm money I'm still anymore. with you. I don't know why. What's, because it would mean it. nothing. In, 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 well, in, would that mean anything?
1: Yeah, if you live there. Are no, you really I mean. asking me what is money, <laughs> what is money? I'm
5: curious now. I'm from Joliet, I don't know. Why do nothing. we need
1: money? We got all these vodkas and dead chicks. What do you, like, what do you need money for?
5: That's how we pay in dead oh. people.
1: So that would be like... And
5: vodka bottles.
1: Yeah. If there's vodka in it, is it more those expensive? Are co- oh, that's a dollar. That's a dollar. What if it's an empty vodka bottle? Uh,
5: like 50 cents.
1: 50 cents. That's Vodka only costs 50 cents? They're like cents, cent
5: and then those, they go into dollars. Really? Yeah. Never breed. Oh, come on. I thought you didn't want to. Wow.
1: Now you're going to do it despite yeah, Wyoming? Yeah, I'm, I'm just
5: going to do it. No, I'm going to do it to you. That doesn't and spite me at all. I have 20 kids.
1: Fair enough. You could do it the Joliet way.
5: But anyway, they're doing all this doomsday preparations and things. Yeah, why not? And I wonder, are they going to do that like in uh, all the movies where they put people underground and they only oh. take the, the, the smart people? Yeah,
1: no, because they're in Wyoming.
5: But, you know, would they, well, I guess because they're, they're only going to stick to themselves.
1: Yeah. It's like talk radio. It's so like, I wonder yeah. who's the
5: smartest in Wyoming. I mean. Really? I don't even know how to Honest, this is terrible. Yeah, it
1: really is. Oh, no, you should stop drinking. No, oh, but the... Uh... No, no. Stop putting the, the, the poison in your already poisoned brain. It's not going. <laughs> anyway, no,
5: but I wonder. You know, what well, maybe maybe if you're really drunk, you'll
1: say states' names correctly.
5: Oh, ma- that's what happens. Yeah. Because I say them all wrong. Yeah.
1: What state is next to Illinois?
5: There's a lot of them. Name one. Iowa. Okay. That's good. It's not like iowa No, it's not. No? Okay, good.
1: No. How do you say Missouri.
5: Missouri? <laughs> what?
1: Say Mississippi.
5: God damn it. Mississippi.
1: All right. You're back on track.
5: No, I feel like this, because this one time when I went to the doctor, um, they checked my eyesight, and it literally was just one of That's those That's a different day... sense. No, 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 but, but I just felt so dumb, because he's like, no, you need glasses. Wait, like, really that made big you ones. feel dumb? Glasses made you feel dumb? Well, no, just because, you know, it was like on the spot. What? And it wasn't in a fancy thing, you know, how they do it at the, the eye doctor. This is just a regular doctor. And it was a piece of, you know, one of those A, C, D, whatever's on the back of a An door. And he chart. just told me to stand behind the line. An eye chart. Yeah.
1: Oh, my God. I come back two months later. Things have changed.
5: <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, uh, well, that's. Mm. This is. This is you yes,
5: gotta, that was in Joliet.
1: Just be. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, just because you're from there, you don't have to be proud of it. Okay? I I'm, well, I'm You moved? That's good. Get the Juliet out of your blood. Everything will be fine. Speaking of Juliet, our first guest of the evening, that was an awful transition. <laughs> awful. Annie, you ready to play some music? Yes. Yeah. Fantastic. Um,
5: Let's soothe it. Just, we'll put a band-aid on it called Rock Falls.
1: That's You put band-aids on podcasts, oh, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, so. <laughs>
4: You've never been to Rock Falls. He's <laughs> not much of a band-aid.
1: He's an author, he's an artist, he's a cabbie. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together, everybody, for Dmitry Samarov.
3: bad, how are you? Good,
1: good. How's life, dude? It's all right. Good start for an interview. Okay. Did you
5: come here in your cab?
1: Yeah. Of do, course. You, do you own your cab? No, I rent it. Will you ever own your cab? Do you want to own no, your I'm cab? No, I'm never going to own my cab. Do you view yourself as a cab driver, an artist, or an author? Or <laughs> just a dude?
3: Uh, uh, I'm a painter who wrote a book and has to drive a cab for so a living. Artist
1: first, cabby last guy that wrote a book accident so in the middle
3: kind of okay
1: so let's give everybody in the room that has no idea what the hell we're talking about some semblance of reality you went to art school correct you decided I'm going to work during art school and you started driving a cab is this correct no you graduated art school you moved back to Boston (laughs) you decided to drive a cab got it because that's where the jobs are and you're (laughs) all about money and that's why you drive cabs (laughs) Well, I graduated from art school Mm -hmm. knowing that it would
3: qualify me for the service industry. Yes, it does. Uh, I moved back to Boston because my family
1: was there. I wanted to hang out with them for a bit. Do Um, you miss Beantown? No. Do you like it when I say Beantown? (laughs) No. Why don't don't people in Boston like people that are beaners? (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
3: They don't have much experience with them as far as I know. Then why is it a world-class city? It's not. Why did you move? Because I prefer Chicago, which is a work- world-class oh, city. Oh, yay! <laughs> Playing to the crowd.
1: Anyways, <laughs> why do you still do this? Why do you still drive a cab? Is it purely financial? Do you like doing it? Purely financial. Really? You Absolutely. got a book out of the deal,
3: though. Yeah, I, I did, but you know, if the money truck came... Pulled up to my front door. A Tomorrow, I'd never, I'd never drive again. What would you be doing? Painting pictures. What are your favorite? Riding my bike.
1: Why bike? <laughs> Is what? this? A, yeah. Why, why bike? bike? Yeah, why bike? Because
3: I've driven more miles than any five people should ever have to in their lifetime by this point. What's your tally, do you think? Uh, I wouldn't even hazard a guess. What's your it, r- it's ridiculous. Fair enough, fair enough. It's Wh- 11 years worth. That's a know, long time. Say, you know, yeah. 60, 80 hours a week. For, oh, you know, how much wait.
5: puke have you uh, showered off of your back seats? You know, thankfully,
3: uh, not as much as some have. But, it, yeah, it happens. Uh, the worst ones are the stealth ones, the ones that do it quietly. Oh, where yeah. I, I find out afterwards uh, from the next customer stepping
1: in it. Uh, yeah, would, that, that's really pleasant.
3: At least you, they
5: did it on the ground. Yes. On the, you know...
1: Would you ever, I call, I'm like, I got a request for you. Do you ever get requests because people know who you are to pick uh, them up? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that happens. But I'm in Joliet. Would you pick me up? <laughs> okay. I I'd charge you for going all the way
3: out there probably. But not like an extra Joliet tax? Not specifically a Joliet tax, okay, but okay. there is a tax, there's a charge for going to the suburbs. What's the worst suburb to pick up people? <laughs> uh, the worst suburb to yes. pick up people? Well, I mean, generally, I don't pick up people in the suburbs. I take them out there and then go back to the city as quickly as I can. A lot of airport trips.
1: <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to conduct the worst, like, most stern interview that you could possibly do for no reason. Why am I uh, doing this? Who, who are you modeling your, this interview at? Usually or? Jiminy Glick.
6: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you, I'm, it's true. Uh, it's more fun.
3: Here's the but problem. You, you I still res-
1: haven't asked why why like a white guy's driving a cab. Well, that's a given. Oh, okay. Or an art school student. Why would anybody go to art school? The same reasons why a white person would drive a cab. Like you didn't think this through. Okay, that's so. all it is. Thanks. Look at what I'm doing. Now I have a good answer you're finally. Better than me. Jesus Christ. I'm working <laughs> with middle schoolers right now. Are you? Yeah. That's the worst. <sighs> like, oh my god. They don't know shit, huh? No, they think they do. They're like <laughs> me. You want to hang out with five like. Latin and black chicks that look, act like me? That are in fifth grade? This? It's in DC. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not going well. No. It's awful. <laughs> I made a lot of bad career decisions. So, so you, moved, you moved to DC
3: for love? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I took
1: my cab out there. That <laughs> <laughs> was stupid. I'm sorry. Anyways, uh, puke, birth. Any births in the cab? No. No. no really? Burns, no. Any, or, or deaths? No. Not yet. Oh. I'm still waiting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have a pool? Can we like bet on you for? Can we like set up a hungry brain, Dmitry Samarov? What oh, will a de- happen? Like a dead, like a dead, like what, Yeah, yeah, death, birth. <laughs> you, you've talked about the people fucking in the cab. Yeah, that that's yeah. happened a bunch of times. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So is it? So in, read the book. In, in theory, yeah. <laughs> this is what we're we're trying to just move products here, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Um, but, you have some for sale, by the way. Yeah, I got four right copies there.
3: right there on the table. And he might, might even
1: sign them. Don't sign them. It'd be funnier if you're extra to charge. Sign them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 surcharge. Get it? I'm a cabbie. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's like Jimmy clicks, See, this is because I'm actually now it's Top Glass. I'm, I'm interviewing someone. You have no idea who I'm talking about, audience. I'm sorry. So so sorry for this. You're also an artist. Thanks, inside baseball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you like baseball? I love baseball. What's
3: your team? Socks. Which one? White. ooh, Used to be red, started yeah, red, just yeah, them yeah, red. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. But I'm done with them. Good, why? Since they became the Yankees?
1: Yeah, that's true. A few years back? Yeah. yeah. Why the, you like the, the
3: Red Sox I grew up with were, were, always came up short and were angst ridden. So I mean, it was kind of like an angry version of the Cubs. Okay. Because it was in Boston, and people are assholes in Boston, and not like, nice like in Chicago. You think people in
1: Chicago are nicer than people in Boston?
3: Oh, there's not, a, night and day. Really? Yeah. Why? It took me a few years to even get used to why people would greet you in stores. Oh, no! Because you don't do that in Boston. You just scowl at them and wonder why they've disturbed you. You know, you, you come in, say you come into my store, I just give you a dirty look. That's what Boston is.
1: I might like Boston. Nation. Sounds pretty good. Well,
3: you're, you're living pretty close to there. I am. It's just a matter of time. <laughs> oh,
1: God, this is awful. <laughs> I don't want to go to Boston, though. Do I don't. No? Okay, good. I don't want to go to Boston. You're an artist, too. You're, Correct. People have probably seen your work in The Reader. You just did the illustri- no, illustrations or paintings or drawings for the Jeff Magnum Show? Magnum. Uh, sketches. I did Ske- sketches of him
3: playing because he doesn't allow photography. <laughs> so but, The Reader hired me to do sketches of him. Do you like yeah. doing
1: sketches of like that?
3: Oh, yeah. I, I've been doing that for years and years. Yeah, I mean, the, I mean, the reason they thought of me is because I guess they'd seen them. Yeah, well, you yeah. also had an art exhibit
1: like the month the book came out as well. <laughs> a couple of art exhibits, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, that's, that's how everyone in this bar, we just have a couple of art exhibits a month and we just throw it away in midst. It's, a, it's an impressive thing. Right. Be yeah. proud of it, sir. After it's over, I just take them out back, burn them, and start all over. Do yeah. you really? Um, yeah. That's a bad idea. You should sell them. You wouldn't have really? to drive a cab as much. Thanks. <laughs> you want to be my agent? Yeah, okay. Are you opening a gallery? Yeah, yeah let's do it. We can make in this DC? a gallery. You want to hang some art here? Okay. All right, cool. We're not going to pay uh, you, but you could sell them. How that? I can't that?
3: do any better than that sad clown. Nothing event. can. <laughs> Nothing can. It's very the Vel- visual. The sad velvet clown? I, yeah. I, I, I'm going to quit art after yeah. looking at that all That's in about minutes. half of
1: our Yelp reviews. <laughs> oh, really? So, yeah, completely true. Yeah. Uh, does that... Does that Enrich the Answer your phone. Answer it. Who is it? Is it your ma? Is your ma worried about you? Is your mom? Tell her hello. Tell her hello. Hi, mom. Only moms call at 9.30 on a Monday. It's a fact. <laughs> you want to have this cool Coke party where we fuck chicks? No, it's my mom. It's 9.30 on a Monday.
3: So, you going to any cool Coke so parties? Uh, no. Uh, well, oh, okay. That was last week. Uh,
1: what uh, Was it a Monday, though? No. Exactly. No. That's my point. Back to the clown?
3: Yeah. I want to know if... People enjoyed your podcast
1: more because of the sad clown. Or yes, less. they do. They do. Yeah. It's not, that's what even put d- it over the top. Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. It's like a, we're like six months away from them also going to art school. So, like, that's the kind of person that likes the podcast. Like, they're like, <laughs> yeah, who's your,
3: who's going to be
1: listening to this? I don't ways. know. I don't care. I don't know. I just put it up and try my best. You know, I'm just I'm exactly like every Chicago Cubs player. Man, like we're hoping for a good year. You know, just but we can. <laughs> but it's really up to the rickets. Whatever the rickets say, that's how I live. Whatever the rickets say. Wow, that's literally inside baseball.
5: Do you have yeah. one of those things in your cab with the TV? Yes. Can we yeah. put our podcast on there? Yeah. No. No, oh. we're
1: not. Why do you hate I don't
3: I don't have any control over that. it plays the same three or four ads over and over and can over. Can we again.
5: put a TV in there that just plays our podcast?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you bought the cab you could. No, no we'll just
5: tape it like up to the TV. Yeah, that well you can have. we
1: just tape TVs in your cab? They don't <laughs> sure. even have to play our podcast. It's a yeah, it's, it's a fine. TV
5: that sits on the in the seat. So you can actually only carry two people in your cab. Wow. It's I, like a big old TV. Yeah, yeah we like That's all TVs. we can afford. Yeah, so. we don't
1: like flat screens. <laughs> We're from Joliet. <laughs> but yeah. What would I get out of that?
5: A you TV, could hear you get a TV.
1: TV.
3: You get a podcast my, a TV. My, so yeah. it would play this appearance on a loop yes. for all my customers. Yeah. <laughs> Same this 15 minutes forever and ever and yeah. ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: What's wrong with that? All right, let's do it. Okay, cool. let see. That's real art.
5: Yeah, that's art.
1: Yeah, yeah. Speaking of art, why'd you go to art school? Why did I go to art school? Yeah. What made you want to well, go to art school?
5: Uh, was it a girl?
1: <laughs> was it a girl?
3: Annie, <laughs> who's not Mike, said, "Was it a girl?" No, it was. It was not a girl. Uh, okay. I, I think that uh, my parents wanted me to go to college, and okay. I had no interest in going to college. But I was doing art, and that was the only kind of way that. I would continue my, quote-unquote, education. And you went to the Art Institute of Chicago,
1: which is not an easy school. It's a good school. Uh, Debatable. Everyone I've met (laughs) there is actually super talented. Why? Everyone? Yeah. What are they all
5: doing now? For
1: the listener at home, Dimitri went from sleeping to awake with his eyes. You look like an anime character when I said that. (laughs) Like, that's how... Do I just have awful taste in people? or No, I, you know. I, eh, maybe. Okay. Um. Well, look, uh, most people that go to art
3: school, any art school, mm-hmm. you know, they have these statistics. You can look them up. After a couple of years, they're, it's down to about 10% doing art. Yeah. After five years, it's like 2% or something. And that's as it should be. Okay. It really is. Yeah. Because you really
1: have to have your own motivations to keep doing that. But you have right. your own motivations. You I do. You are still doing it. Yeah. So, like, it was a good experience. It was a worthwhile experience. It was a total waste of I money. Kinda,
3: I go back and forth about yeah? it. I really do. Yeah.
1: What about, what's better for your art, driving a cab or going to art school?
3: <laughs> for the listener well, at home, for their career path, <laughs> what do you recommend? <laughs> if you want to be success as an artist, go drive a cab. Yeah. Is, that, that's Is it cab gonna... or art school? Well, you know... Art school won't, won't prepare you for any job. Okay. Un- unless it's to be a part of, a, like, say, teaching in an art school. Do you want to teach in an art school? Absolutely not. Why
1: not? No. What's that? <laughs> he teaches at a college. Sorry. Yeah, but it's <laughs> Columbia, so it doesn't really count. You know? <laughs> what? Really?
3: Uh, oh, so, so, <laughs> like, so Columbia is
1: no good. <laughs> no, it's not. It's awful. No, I went to an awful school, too. It's fine. Where did you go? I went to DePaul. And it's an awful school? Well, open enrollment means we're not that good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you know what's you know where the best uh, sports teams are the ones that let everybody play. Yeah, those are the best. They always they always make it to the uh, big, everybody, uh, the everybody big gets show. the like participant award. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah, no, it's you need to have some sort of like selection
3: process. So you, you saw that I went to the art institute and you were like, wow, that's a, that's impressive. That's what you thought?
1: No, I'm. It was more like, wow, I'm surprised that any graduate actually has what a job up, oh. that went to the art institute in anything. Ooh. Yeah, I think it's uh, pretty great. I mean, do you get do people think of you differently because you went to the art institute and you drive a cab? Because it seems like uh, when <laughs> it seems like you're slumming it intentionally, but I know you're actually just working. No, no. Like it's, it's, I have a job it, it, passing it, out flyers. Like yeah. that's demeaning to people, and they find out like oh. You, you're not high. You're, you're doing this and you're sober. And like, no, I mean, you know, a, a bunch of different
3: factors came, went into me ending up driving a cab. Yeah? And, you know, one of them is that I have trouble with authority figures. Really? I don't work well with others. Okay. And I, I need a job, and yeah. I hate the art world. You hate the art world? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't like the art world. You... <laughs> Look... Ooh. So you hate the world that you're a part of, and you work in a world where you hate authority, yet you see every, like, everyone in every facet of life, usually probably assholes. Well, I see people. I see all kinds of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you sound like the guy that's about to start making bombs. <laughs> and yet, strangely, I'm not. Exactly. You seem like a very <laughs> nice gentleman.
3: Well, thank you. Are there certain people that you don't stop for? Thank you, Annie. Good question. Uh, I usually don't have that luxury. You don't? No.
1: So if, if, <laughs> if, 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 you, if you pick me up in, say, uh, Andersonville, and I'm like, Wrigleyville it is! You're, like, stuck in Wrigleyville, and you'll have to pick up whoever is about to date rape. Like, you have to do that.
3: Well, Yeah, I, I, I'm not so good that I can look into their hearts and see what they're going to do later, but... <laughs> Certain... Whether they're going to date rape or just, you know, straight up rape
1: or, you know, what
3: they're
1: doing. Not that good. Okay, but certain hats tell you, you know, like, oh, you're wearing... What? No, certain hats tell you like, oh, that Oakland Raiders guy, rape. Hey, that Philadelphia Phillies fan, probably date rape over a keg, you know? It's like, it's a different (laughs) stratus and stuff. I'm into sports tonight, apparently. See, I... Yeah, I, I can't be choosy. I... I gotta take all the rapists. <laughs> we got the poll quote. That's good.
3: All right. The
5: premier rapist cab.
1: <laughs> no! No, don't go on that show. That's not like cash cab. It's the opposite. Why don't...
5: Don't rape, yell rape out, cab? put
1: me in rapist cab. No matter what, no! That is literally the worst thing you could say. Genocide's great, no! Put me in rap... That's a Joliet coming out right now. Oh, no. We all need to see therapists. <laughs> not together. That won't help anyone. No. Oh my God, it'd be so Do you see cool. a therapist? It wouldn't be fun, Annie. It actually would be a lot of fun. <laughs> it would be a lot of fun. Any therapists here? Yeah, nobody. <laughs>
3: no, I don't no, see a, no. I don't see a therapist. Would you? No. All right, that's fair. Why not? Why won't I see a therapist? Okay, mm-hmm. so I'm from the Soviet Union. Okay. I don't know if you knew this. I don't look My family people. moved here when I was seven, and yeah. they... Instilled in me a deep di- distrust of uh, the psychiatric profession. Because back there, it, it didn't mean what it means here. Yeah. That's not what you went there for. Yeah. And, and, and uh, <laughs> so, whoa. I guess I'd never gotten over it. Don't, don't trust him. How's that?
1: <laughs> Interesting. That's what that is. Ooh, fascinating. Hmm.
3: Next question.
1: Maybe. (laughs) Thinking. Are we
3: we done? No. (laughs) I'm enjoying your company. Thanks. Likewise. Hey,
1: hey! Your own podcast.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Go to Up Comedy Club. They're looking for material. Uh, Actually, I just recently came acquired a dog and a cat. Oh. Oh, You're welcome, Brandon.
1: (laughs) Son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you like the cat? You know, I usually don't like cats, but this is a pretty cool cat. Yeah. I'm a cat person, too. Yeah. I wasn't always. No, I'm a big one. What, are your, what kind of dog do you have? So, uh, <coughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I'm trying to do this. Wrong. What is
3: he?: Well, his name's Porkchop, chop, and he's sodium. Sort of, he's, he's a little dog. He's uh, like a chihuahua mix. he's all black. Uh, so why don't you
1: just get two cats? <laughs>
3: They're, they're not my
1: animals. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I understand completely.
3: Hmm. Why would you call it Hack? The name of your book is Hack. Uh, hack is short for hackney carriage. Uh, oh. it's, it's an old name for a, a, a taxi. Okay. So when I started driving in Boston, uh, my license was called the hackney carriage license. Oh, cool. Because, like, horse and buggy days, you know? Yeah. And hack was, like, they used to call cab drivers hacks. Wow. In, in the olden days. So that's where hack comes from.
1: Wow, that is a great answer. Good job. <laughs> no, like, I'm serious. I learned something. That's great. I just thought You didn't I- know
3: you were, you were coming here, you're gonna let learn something. I'm hanging out with some educational one it's like PBS also. The, the
1: woman same. that's sitting next to you, I've known her for more than ten years. I consider mm-hmm. her a dear friend. And she's from Joliet. I never think I'm gonna learn anything. God. No, no it's not about you. How, how do you put mm-hmm. up with it? It's about Joliet. That's shitty. <laughs> it is shitty. Joliet is very shitty. What do you pay her to to take all this abuse booze (laughs) here really quick I'll cut this out of the pockets ladies and gentlemen Claudio's here he's selling tamales if you want tamales they're right there that should help absolutely Claudio you have shaven clean shaven man alright perfect response perfect couldn't have been better (laughs) Jesus how does he always get laughs it doesn't matter what's going on (laughs) You can walk into a fucking wake and he's just killing every night Every, there's like 18 open mic comics a year that kill themselves because they can't be as funny as Claudio. <laughs> <laughs> this is now staying in the podcast. Okay, uh, final two real questions. Did you ever think about driving a rickshaw? No. What are your thoughts on bikers as a cab driver and as a bicyclist? Because I'm surprised that you said if, if, if the money truck pulled up, you just ride your bike. Because I would, I would think that like bicyclists would be the vein of your driving existence. Oh, they can be, uh, but... You know, it, it definitely goes both ways, mm-hmm.
3: um, and I, I've definitely mixed it up with some bicyclists. Really? Yeah. Has have like any of them hit you? Have you hit one of them? Uh, I've never hit a bicyclist. They've but they've, they've, they've like swerved into you and stuff like that. Oh sure, yeah. yeah. And you know, I've I've encountered two over my eleven years of driving that have stopped at a stop sign. I think. <laughs> oh, that's good. They don't. we're
1: just going on. I, I always
3: congratulate them when they even slow down. You know, but. <laughs> It's kind of amazing.
1: Well, thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate it. Well, people can find your book in most Chicago independent bookstores.
3: Yeah, independent, uh, myopic,
1: uh, yes. at uh, Quimby's, all and of them. Where, if people want to buy your book, where do you get the most money? From your website, through Amazon? What's the best way to get you? Uh, best way? From me directly. Directly, okay. <laughs> yeah. you, you, you're actually pretty regular in terms of appearances. You, you got a lot I, of I show stuff.
3: up places, or you can track me down online, on
1: Twitter. or. What's your Twitter, Twitter handle? At Samarov. Uh, I'm on there all the damn time. Any final parting words of advice for the upcoming artist slash wannabe cabbie? Oh, boy. Uh-uh.
3: <laughs> Don't do it.
1: Don't do it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, he's got books for sale. Buy him. He's a nice man. Please put your hands together for Dmitry Samarov. Annie, you. play him off. Bye. Two things. Two things. A French, really? That's so beautiful. Thank you so oh, much. Write that. Oh, I don't care. It was great. I don't just take the credit. It's great. So good. And every time I hear um, a, a woman singing French, I always think every other line is uh, "Hello, Phil Ponce." So that's stupid. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I know. So, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Please put your hands together for James Fritz, everybody. James
5: Fritz!
0: Thanks. Thanks for bringing me up to that hot Phil Ponce <laughs> zinger. What's that? What's the hit rate on that one? Five? And I got your beer. So I'm serving beers. <laughs> and uh, it's great to be here. I'm, um, fuck, I'm like so sad like all the time that's not funny yet but (laughs) it's fucking horrible and I annoy myself with it and like I wish I could like I wish it was cool I wish I could even say I'm depressed like I just have to assume I'm depressed like I get mad when someone says they're clinically depressed because then I feel like you're just bragging that you have enough money to see a therapist fuck you (laughs) clinically depressed you're living the dream that's the dream to make enough money where some other asshole has to fucking listen to your bullshit i die to be clinic I'm free clinically depressed have you been in there? the free clinic? it's quite depressing go in there because you can't afford a real doctor or real condoms what is this a lubricated <laughs> lamb skin? and lubricated lambskin that's good enough for poor people to fuck with, why should they feel a moment of pleasure in their lives of endless drudgery? They're not even ribbed for anyone's pleasure. They just back over them with a city dump truck and go, there's lines on it, fuck away, poor people. Shouldn't we be giving poor people the most comfortable condoms in the world so shitheads like me are more apt to put them on and not shit out some kid that's half genetically me? I'm just saying condoms should be free in the fucking mail for everyone who makes under 20 grand a year and is over the age of 18 and that's change Obama suck my cock like fucking I'm just trying to bring the level of the energy in the goddamn room up because I almost cried while some adorable woman who wouldn't look twice at me saying a language I can't understand but things are going good um I'm about to turn thirty-four. I'm fatter than ever. Somehow on one gas meal station a day, I'm fucking fat. How does that happen? <laughs> How much is in the burrito? Apparently more than you ever need. And like I haven't bought like a new item of clothing in like five years. I've been like saving up for deodorant money a couple days now. It's looking good. It's looking good. And like this beard is not like some hipster aesthetic choice for me. It's just Razors are fucking expensive and I'm not gonna do it anymore. Like I I get mad when I see a rich guy with a beard. That's offensive to me and my people. Like you're walking around in beard face. And and like I really wanna go down and support Occupy Chicago, because I do support the movement, and by support I mean masturbate in bed and hit like on Facebook. But like I really I really want to go down there and support it, but I don't want my mere presence to destroy everything they've worked for because I know I'm the asshole that the news crew would interview because they never interview like the fucking constitutional scholar or like the lawyer or the teacher or whatever. It's always like, let's see what the court jester guy with the flaming sticks and the parrot ferret thinks about money. Like, <laughs> I think gold coins should be our new food and they should rain from happy clouds. All right, this movement's a joke. No, but like... Because I'd be that guy, I'd be that guy, and they'd shove the mic in my face, and they'd be like, Critics say the protesters are just a bunch of angry, broke, dirty, smelly hippies who blame the rich for all their problems, your thoughts. And I'd be like, fuck yeah, we are, I'm going to steal that news camera and sell it to pay off my bar tabs. And then that's played on every fucking news channel, and the movement's dead. Like, I don't know, like, I want to believe real change can happen in this country. I don't know if I've gotten old and cynical or if Obama just broke my heart. Like, Obama broke my fucking heart. Like, I I mean, I'm gonna vote for him because I didn't know shit could get this fucking crazy again on the other side, but, like, (laughs) they're coming after your pussies, girls. Lock them up. They are coming. They are coming. (laughs) Lock the gates. I don't need your help. I'm killing. But... (laughs) (laughs) If I start talking about Ponce... Or need a Chicago Tonight reference. I'll, uh, I'll tap you on the shoulder. <laughs> no, but like Obama, he's like horrible on torture. He's got half a wall straight in his cabinet. I thought it was going to be better. Like fucking like... And I cried for this man. I cried for a man. I never even kissed. I wept when he got elected. I wept tears for a stranger. And like, I'm just saying, say what you will. Like George Bush destroyed this country. But Barack Obama ruined the abstract concept of hope. For me, which is worse, which is, <laughs> but yeah, uh, what was I talking about? <laughs> These Ponzi jacks throw me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> what is it? Oh yeah, like I want to. I wish things. I feel like I think Obama was our last shot, kind of real institutional. I think we're done. I think we're like fall of Rome. Era. I think we're just gonna fight, fart, and fuck ourselves into oblivion. Like, I think we're gonna be like this close to real institutional change in this country, like this fucking close, and then they'll just introduce like $4 footlongs and we'll forget all about it. <laughs> 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 yeah, so yeah, my soul's dead, I guess. Like, my soul's so dead, Rick Santorum took it home so his kids could play with it. <laughs> For the people who don't read, this, um, that's the real thing. The guy who's in the lead on the other side of the two things we're free to have in a country this big. The guy on the other side, who's number one right now <laughs> in the rankings, um, he, his wife had a dead baby, uh, don't feel bad, they have seven more so they can still form that family band and tour. But she, she had one baby that lived for three hours and it tragically died. And, um, and Rick Santorum took the dead baby home so his kids could play with it so that they would know it was real yes you should gasp everyone should gasp he should not be allowed that's an insane person and what fucking hospital lets you do that by the way you just take dead babies home and like catch the ball (laughs) like i don't (laughs) like fucking that's an insane man you're running for president you shouldn't be elect you shouldn't be alderman of my taint much less president of the fucking country and like Mitt Romney took a live dog and strapped it to the roof of his car for fucking 11 hours, and this is the pro-life party? They seem a bit confused. Because everyone knows you strap the dead baby to the roof of the car and you take the live dog home for your kids to play with. I'm no math major. And the number one reason I could never vote for Santorum is because of his fucking mouth. That little fucking mouth of his that can only half smile out of well, that's a mouth that has never pleased a woman orally and its fucking mouth life. You can know. Like, he maybe tried one, he's just like, hmm, you know. But, you know, he, like, he maybe went down on his wife one time and, like, bring the kids in, we're gonna do it. And they had, like, fucking had to put, like, an old timey clothespin on his nose, not the kind with, not the kind with wires, but like the cartoon kind that kept closes on lines. And they were like, put it on me, Slim Jim, whatever he names his kids. And, and he got down there for a second and was just like... Did I do it? Can I be president now? I really need to work on a closer for that one. Um, but the fact that these Catholics want to rule your fucking pussies again... Like, if, why is that... Cardinal Francis George Geraci, whatever the fucking guy's name. (laughs) He's like, you can't regulate something you have no fucking knowledge about. Pussies? That's what you're going to try to regulate, Catholic Church? If you want to regulate, like, how wheat thins become literally like your leader in my body once I eat them, or like (laughs) little boys' mouths, then go nuts, because that's what you know. But lemon's pussy? Shut the fuck up. This is my new catchphrase. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I think it's going to stick. Um, but people get mad when I talk about religion on stage. It's weird in, like, in like real places. No offense. In, like, real... <laughs> no, I love it here. But, like, in real like, you know, like, oh, you can tell butt-fucking, dick-sucking, blah, blah, gay-bash all you want. We love it. Nachos, nachos. But, like, the second... You talk about religion, they're like, no, because that's me. Like, fucking, but it's so, these are the same people getting their load on on a Saturday night at fucking 12. And, like, people get mad in this town when I talk about Catholics, which, uh, because most of you are, I assume, but, like, I was raised Southern Baptist, so I feel like I can talk about anything, because I was in the shit. Like, (laughs) fuck you Catholics. You can complain about it all you want. I was Southern Baptist. If you're not familiar, it's like they saw the Baptist, and they went, not enough racism and hate. We're going, we need a new one. It's like all the guilt... Of Catholicism, but none of the architecture or beauty. It's just, <laughs> it's just like puke orange carpets and fat tick like red faced men screaming about the queers for an hour and a half. It's a great way for to raise your child, and if you want them to be a drunk stand up comic, and and like fucking, and it ruined my fucking life. It ruined my parents' life. It ruined their fucking marriage. Like my ruined my mother completely. Like a lot of parents stay together for the kids. Uh, she's staying together for Jesus, and he never goes away to college. Uh, he's kind of a hippie, it turns out. But, but like, my parents like, had no like, affection growing up. They weren't affectionate at all. Like, like, like my mother would stay upstairs and listen to like religious music, and not the good kind, the white people kind. And, and my dad would be in the basement like watching Sanford and Son reruns or something, and then they would meet up for dinner, eat, and go, ready, break, and then separate to their living quarters again. And they still do that to this day. And like fucking the perfect metaphor for my parents' marriage, um, I realized when I was home f- over Christmas, it has to be the bathroom door in the house I grew up in because there's a hole in the door that my dad punched through when I was like four years old because my mother was in there taking too long of a shit than a Christian woman's supposed to take. Um, I think it says in Leviticus, she shall be in the loo no more than 15 minutes unless it's 47 days in the field. And she had an extra salty ham that day. So she was pinching off like a 20, 25-minute loaf. And so my father, to convey his displeasure, since words are for queers, decides... (laughs) Decides to just punch a fucking hole through the bathroom door while his wife is in there taking a shit and I hope he led with his ring hand. So the first thing she saw was that glimmering symbol of together foreverness when she thought she had a moment alone. And that's not the fucked up part of the story. Uh, The fucked up part of the story is to this day these cheap adult human beings haven't replaced a $40 wooden door. No, what did they do? My mother took a quilted hand towel with a rose on it, pinned it up, and covered up the rage hole. And that's the perfect metaphor of a Christian marriage. Heaven forbid you come over for dinner sometime and lift up the hate doily and see the swirling hell mouth of truth underneath while you're trying to digest your apple pie. Praise his name. He is Lord. Am I right, ladies? How a woman can believe in the fucking Bible blows my mind. I've read the book. It says your property. That's like a black person defending slavery by going, well, we do get uppity sometimes. No, ladies. Have some self-respect. All right, I'll keep going. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> and the fucked up thing is my mother's not a dumb person. It's just religion t- taught her to compartmentalize her brain. Like in her, pers- in, her, in, her pri- in her public life, like she was the first female principal of our hometown, fought the old boys' network. I was like, go, Mom, you're a badass. And then she'd get home and just be like, I have to submit, submit, submit. And that made me so sad because I love my mom. Like, she gave me my heart, you know? And she's an awesome lady. And... And she hasn't really gotten a chance to live because of religion. She got married really young. She's from a smaller town than me, of uh, like 80 people. She got married at like 20. She's never had a drink of alcohol in her life. Uh, she's never said a curse word in her life. Uh, thank God she can't figure out how podcasts or the internet work. <laughs> she's never been with anyone but my father in her life, you know, who I'm just guessing from his everyday conversation. He's not a very giving lover. And... <laughs> and she just turned 75 and she's not going to be around much longer you know southern diets being what they are and and i just want her to like live a little before she goes so like before she dies i just like i just really want my dad to butt fuck my mom and and i want it taped and i want to see it um No, not the whole act. That's gross. I just want like a tight close-up of her eyes the moment they open wide and she realizes that there's a world full of possibilities out there and you only get one ride on this planet and you kind of have to try different things before you know who you truly are inside and then maybe next Christmas we can all do mushrooms together. And if anybody didn't like that joke, I just question how much you really love your mommy. Thanks, guys. James Fritz, everybody. There you go. That was too much. That was too. Hey, will you go get me a beer? Okay. <laughs> it's, a joke. it's a callback what? to before when I did it for you. I
5: would. I was just kidding. Oh.
0: Hi. <laughs> I submit. You're really good. Oh. oh. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, I know. She's single? Yeah, she is single. Am I still
1: me? No, it doesn't okay, matter. Okay, so there's no, no shot. Sh- no, okay. no, there is a shot. She's a musician. Oh, love yeah. self-esteem? Yeah, totally. Awesome. You got a shot. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's Hi. Buying, she's buying you a beer. Yeah, man. Thank you so much for doing the show. Uh, you are... our. I was really busy. <laughs> why, why do you... Here's my fucking problem with you, you son of a bitch. We're gonna Whoa! Talk, we're going to talk like we're actually like not on the microphone right now. You're the funniest guy in this town. Uh, well... You and Junior are. You alternate. Tonight, <laughs> you're funnier than Junior. Let's... <laughs> No, Even you know what he's
0: doing tonight. He could be doing amazing things. It doesn't
1: matter. He will not do a set that's better than that tonight. I've seen oh, Junior. Probably not. Either. No, I yeah. Think he
0: started drinking pretty early. Yeah, early. he's done for the night. Why the fuck aren't you bigger? I don't know. Integrity? B- Bullshit. Ah, you got me. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. Well, that what's... material doesn't fly everywhere. It flies everywhere. <laughs> well, I wish it would fly me out. Oh, <laughs> okay. see that
1: material doesn't get you anywhere. <laughs>
0: That was the material. That was material. That was a quip. That was off the cuff. That All right. To teach yeah, you yeah. Everything. Yeah. Apparently, there's a whole lingo. There's a book that a lady wrote. <laughs> you son of a bitch! You son of a bitch! I hate when you do this to me. You sound like my parents. He does if it they to everybody. Why are Why aren't you doing better?
1: Oh, I self sabotage.
0: Oh, okay. I do that too.
1: Yeah. Also, I'm not as talented as you.
0: You're pretty good.
1: I'm exactly, and you're really good. That's, see, I just walked three too people. Good to me. I just walked no, three people. that was me. No, that was me. Because
0: they sound like they're listening to a phone conversation instead of the an Todd interview. The right Todd
1: show. Now. They're listening to the Todd Glass show. Oh, that's just, too inside. I know. Okay.
0: <sighs> that's the first thing you do in any interview. I sigh heavily and put your on your the guest. Desk. Put your guest on the defensive. <laughs> like the, the Carson rule, they call it, right? They'd <laughs> <laughs> be like, "So, what the fuck's your problem, <laughs> Don Rickles? Why are you insulting people?" <laughs> Why are you so angry, Don? <laughs> you have a show
1: called You Could... <laughs> I'm trying to get back on track, man. I'm you sorry. Have, you have a show called You Could Be Dead. Yeah. It's a newer podcast. Yeah, one of the millions. Yeah, so but Mike it's really stars good. It starts in the night sky. Every episode is getting better and better and better. Thank you. I well,
3: listen to all we started at zero.
0: Exactly. You're yeah. doing really well. Thanks. That's are fine. you enjoying it? I like it. I like, I like talking to my funny friends and... Yeah you know, having strangers judge it. Yeah, you who know. well, I've never met, who don't would never come to shows.
1: Uh, you're you've been <laughs> opening up for Jamie Kilstein uh, a good amount. You have a yeah. You're moving. You're not. You're moving. I you're, made a movie. You're moving to Tampa tomorrow. I'm moving. No, to you're me. flying to Tampa tomorrow yeah. to do a, a series of them. Um, how do the crowds recept, uh, receive you guys? Because he's an extremely hyper political candidate or candidate comic. Jesus Christ, he's a comic. And um, but you guys are playing like
0: regular clubs. You're not doing yeah. Like, he took me to venues. Denver. We played the Improv there, which was literally across the street from a Toby Keith so I love this bar and grill which I didn't know was a thing and being from Kentucky I feel like I should have been in the newsletter big democratic supporter huh Toby Keith is a big democratic oh, supporter no, step did on you eat grill. there did we eat there no
1: okay but how did the clubs <laughs> receive you
0: oh it was good it was a good show so do you people all ch- are people man? Like, that's what I bookers mean bookers are usually more no it's never the crowd crowds like if it's funny it's fucking fine. I laugh at people who I like, disagree with all the time like Sherry Shepard no I said comedians okay <laughs> don't get me started on that Sherry. I was Shepherd. trying
1: to. It didn't really work out though.
0: <laughs> well, you have to set it up for. the Do you guys know who Sherry Shepard is? See, she's the black woman on the View. They don't know. What not Whoopi. Not Whoopi. This, is
1: this isn't a View crowd. I don't think this but is, this a is a View one. crowd. Oh, I. Sh- Whoa. This changes nothing. You misread, the, mis- You misread <laughs> the brain again. Yeah. I keep thinking it's a View crowd. Real big View and. No. If you had like old timey View
0: masters, they would think that was cool. <laughs>
1: That's why you're the comic. Uh, what do you hope to be doing next? Are you going to record another album? I just
0: want to not die on on an air mattress in Chicago. Is that a goal? Do you have a couch? Yeah, but my roommate's like, stop sleeping on the couch because one of the legs is wobbly. No, but like, do you have... <laughs> Do you have your? I own? realize I'm becoming like a character right now, but that's real. <laughs> like, I feel like I should be in an old time. Does anybody comic, here have like a comic normal? strip?
1: Does anybody here have a couch they can just give? I it don't away? want your handouts. I have
0: pride. Does anybody here have a
1: couch? Seriously, let's just make this happen tonight. I,
0: there's a couch. I'm not gonna. I have a place to go.
1: I've been in your apartment. You could use another couch.
5: <laughs> How are you?
0: Wait. We- <laughs>
5: I'm good. Do you want to take this blue couch? Oh no! Don't.
0: Oh take my that God! I damage. can't imagine what that thing's been through. You have an air mattress. At least like ten of your shows, so it's exactly. <laughs> karmically, it's stained forever. <laughs> it's good. This is why we fight. <laughs> like the documentary. <laughs>
1: yeah. No, this has become the interrupters. The documentary. Is now exactly. you're
0: mumbling. Are you okay?
1: No, I'm really not. Do you
0: miss your wife or whatever that's called before it's that?
1: James will be in Tampa this week. You can see him <laughs> opening up for Jamie Kilstein. Four shows.
0: Uh, yeah, Thursday through uh, Thursday through Sunday, s- Saturday. Thursday through Saturday, two yeah, shows.
1: Saturday, uh, two two Friday, two Saturday. There you go. Five shows. See James in Tampa. Yeah. Uh, what's your next show? that people in Chicago Cleveland, should hit.
0: Go uh, in at the end of the month. Go to the garage shop.
1: Yeah. Cool. Which is fun.
0: You got and... any uh, ticketed Chicago shows you want to plug? Oh, I'm doing a thing at the G for the G. Just for laughs. Oh yeah, just for laughs too. But no one cares about that. Okay. Uh, but I'm doing a G8 thing for like Really? The G8 like G- yeah, G- uh, Summit? Yeah, Kil- G- Kilstein's doing a show I'm middling and Espo- Cameron Esposito's hosting Where's that at? At the main stage Really? Which is cool because like I'm political I guess but I just have uninformed opinions uh, but Kilstein like knows the yeah, shit Yeah, you know. And Jamie
1: Kilstein is, is also a host of a radio show yeah, podcast I get weird
0: when people say like you're a political cop because like I ain't even react like that because you imagine like the Capitol Steps or some shit <laughs> but no, he's like really fucking good and yeah. funny but like if, if you don't know who Jamie Kilstein is, uh, look that And up. it should be an interesting time, because I think Rom is going to break some heads. It's going to be fun. When is that show at main stage? I don't know. Whenever that thing Jesus happens. Jesus
5: Christ, man. Wait, are you going to go to the GA it's things? It's <sighs> in May. Are you going to go protest? Am I going to go?
0: I don't know. I, have like, <laughs> I live my life like $20 bill by $20 bill. I can't afford to get arrested. Yeah,
5: you can, because have Wait, you do they have, have free health care in jail? No, but then you would have a real a bed plan. to sleep
0: on. Yeah, if you die
1: in there, it doesn't count as an air mattress. <laughs> I found a lupo. There you go.
5: And three square meals a day, man. You get three squares. It's much better than a gas, gas station meal. It was
0: a good burrito. I don't want to shit on the burrito.
1: <laughs> James's podcast is There's called Skins. You Could Be Dead. <laughs> you could find it online at youcouldbedead.com. Dot com, yeah. Uh, Why did
0: I have the dot com? I don't
1: know. Um, find them in iTunes and all that stuff do I
0: get free drinks like the duration of the show or am I done yeah
1: you're free drinks the whole night yeah okay so you could die here awesome I know you're one of my one of my favorite you're one of my favorite internet talk
0: show (laughs) hosts who are your other favorites
1: and people no (laughs) you just like me because I give you booze you do not always All (laughs) alright No, the, I like you as
0: a man. As a man. How a come
1: man. every start of your set when you do a show with me starts awful and ends awful, but the middle is brilliant? What's the fucking problem? Why can't we Whoa. ever do this correctly? Yeah. We're we're a dysfunctional relationship. Oh, you
0: meant my set or the interview thing?
1: The interview sucked, and it's my oh, fault. Oh, it's because the I'm not sucked. that
0: interesting when I'm not telling. Fair
1: enough. James is at youcouldbedead.com, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Put your hands together for James Fritz. Thank you. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. I'm budding in to let you know that I wrote a weekly column for this website called Brightest Young Things. The name of the column is called Behind the Desk, and it's pretty much whatever is applicable to this talk show or talk shows in general, things that I find fascinating. It goes up once a week at brightestyoungthings.com, and you can find every column at youmethemeverybody.com. So if you haven't been to the website in a while, that's an excuse to go. Once again, it's called Behind the Desk. It's a weekly column I write, and I'd really appreciate it if you uh, gave it a glance. Thanks for listening and back to the show. calls, (laughs) calls, <laughs>
0: the coffee. Every month at the Hungry Brain, You, Me, Them, Everybody presents 8x8, a show featuring eight performers performing eight minutes each. Stand-up comedy, singer-songwriters, sketch groups, writers, improv troupes, a mixture of everything that's good about the Chicago arts scene. Please visit YouMeThemEverybody.com for full lineups and schedules.
1: Could, we, could I ask you a few questions before you begin? Sure. All right. Did you have any hesitation of saying yes to doing this, number one? Um what I'm really no. asking is have you heard the show before?
2: I hadn't, but uh there you go. I, I saw the the wonderful reviews.
1: Yeah, we got good reviews. I trust the onion. The onion's good. Yeah. He's here tonight, by the oh, way. Oh, is he? Yeah, that guy's here tonight. He's, a good, He's yeah, a good guy. He's a good guy. They're very good. Um I, I, there are so many weird things that would make you feel awkward, but I don't know, wait till you play a few songs to tell you, so you actually play those songs first. Well, you
2: actually played a song of ours on, on your podcast last year,
1: right? No. A years ago? Maybe. Oh. I don't it know. It wasn't you? I don't, we should you? go. That was quick. That's what I was expecting, no, so sh- it's it totally sh- fine. Okay. I got you in the door. That's enough. Um, well, thank you for doing this, but is it okay if after a few songs we do do a little interview? Sure. Good. I mean, we can play
2: and then you can talk. Yeah, let's it, do that. I mean, after <laughs> each song, if you want. Whatever you want.
1: It's your show. Yeah, but you're the guest.
2: Well, I think that's a good idea. What are you going to play first? Uh, this is a song called Heavy Lidded Love. Cool. It's up this new Married Men record that comes out in June. That's soon. Yeah. All right, here we go.
7: Not to answer Some questions can wait It's a spinning a place It keeps us hanging around You're in love with your cancer You're embracing your fate And you're going late You keep us hanging A slow rushing flow, and you find that you understand why you're an A bomb survivor, you deserve your escape. You choose your moments of life to keep you hanging around, you feel the dark. heavy love make you push all
1: So that is going to be on a Married Men album, right? Okay, should come out in June. Uh, how do you separate what is a Local H song and what is a Scott Lucas and the Married Men song? Um, it' like there's no real rule.
2: It's just like on the first record, none of the songs sounded like they could have been on a Local H record, so that was. Right well, if,
1: for the people that haven't heard, it's like kind of more of like an Americana tinge than a rock and roll feel. It's right. it's like there's six pieces in the band. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a fiddle on every song. Uh, you're not necessarily screaming. It's not distorted guitars. It's a little bit different. And you'd have you'd always have those songs in the local H albums, though. But there'd be like 10% of the album or 20% of the album, right. and this seemed to be like the entire thing. But thematically, they're pretty similar. It's not like you're not singing about something. it's not like one's all sex drugs and rock and roll. You could tell it's still your songs um that's not even a question no yeah I, I, <laughs> well, uh, we started playing
2: live and 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 the the more we played live after we made that first record, mm-hmm. we'd start turning up and so by the end of it, there was a lot of screaming and distortion yeah so so like the new record has a lot of that stuff, but it was just. If if something happened with the band and we start playing something and a riff happens, or it, it, I don't know. In my head, it makes sense, but I honestly don't know how to explain why. Well, it seems like you guys are
1: playing together live and writing that way too. Yeah. Or is it still, is it you just giving demos to the band? No, no, no. There you go. Nothing like that. So you're organically playing together? We
2: are. Very organic, yes.
1: And your other band, your other guys have, he's not in Chicago, he's in Jersey. He was in Jersey, he lives in Michigan now. Yeah, so it's not like some guy you could just like, sit down with on a Sunday and write songs with. Yeah. So maybe that's it. Maybe. All right. <laughs> I listen to your music, is what I'm saying. Well, thank you. All right, cool. You want to play another song?
2: Uh, we could play a new Local H song. Please do that. Um, this, is, uh, this is a song called Look Who's Walking on Four Legs Again, and Becca plays
7: on it, so she'll play it now. Look who's walking on four legs again. I'm the kind of man only a dog could love. Times are rough, but man, this time it's tougher. We'll all see who we are when push comes to shove. Baby, these feet were made for walking. But I can't walk in boots of broken glass. And baby, these times were made for talking. So I won't answer questions that you don't ask. Look who's walking on four legs again It's kind of hard when you've gone from scraps to crumbs Times are rough, but man, this time you'll suffer And I say hallelujah, I'm a bum Look who's walking on full execution We'll talk to men straight eye to eye. And darling, these beams were made for stalling But redface and Russian ain't really what I had in mind. Look who's walking on four legs again. I'm the kind of man only a dog could love Times are tough, but man, this mistake is tougher And I'll see who we are when push comes to shove Look who's walking on And when you've gone from scraps to crumbs Times are tough But man, this time you'll suffer Well, I'll say hallelujah I'm a bum Well, I'll say hallelujah
1: Was that James Fritz that screamed, yeah, after Hallelujah, I'm a Bum line? Never mind. Yeah. Was that? It really was you. Okay. Uh, Hallelujah, I'm a Bum is a film. That's where you got the song title. Or not the song title, I'm sorry, the chorus. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. and it's also a song in the, the late 20s. Really? Yeah.
1: Um, that probably wouldn't be thought of as like a main influence for local age. Movies? 1920s movies specifically. Uh. I like movies a lot. I know. I mean, because of you, I watched Sven Zagulli because he hi, and I saw what you did and I know who you are in like 98. And I was like, I know oh, that yeah. song name. Oh, that's where you got it from. It's uh, a Joan Crawford movie. movie. It's very interesting. It's, it's a good movie. Yeah, yeah. That's really insider baseball. Yeah. You're not a sports good. fan either. No. No, you're not. You've made that perfectly clear over the years of interviews and it's songs you've written. Why not sports? You used to live in Wrigleyville. shouldn't Like, you knew what was there, right? Yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, there's booze I could,
2: everywhere I could walk to work and stumble home from where Smart was work
3: Bar, if uh,
2: I played oh. a show at Metro and plus I could walk <laughs> to, to music box
1: I, mean, I know I just like the idea of like that's where you work
2: yeah that's, that's where it
1: was <laughs> you know that's not normal right it's a really cool thing, but that's not like... Well, I can see that you're concerned with what is and isn't normal. I'm very concerned. <laughs> I'm trying to been figure... That's why I host a talk show. I talk to people that are way more normal than me and try to get advice. It's not going well. No. Okay. No. Um, we, should have in, we should have introduced Becca. I apologize. We should b- introduce Becca. Becca, you were playing violin tonight.
0: I did. I still am. Good she job. Is,
1: mm-hmm. How yeah. you like that? Why violin? <laughs> I'm sorry. It's because he said the thing earlier. You're doing great. I really enjoy the violin okay cool (laughs) you went on a tour I think it was a few years ago and um, it was like the audience someone in the audience picks out one of your albums in a hat and you play that album right was ham fisted ever even an option yes seriously
2: yeah did you ever have to play it yeah unfortunately we had to play it quite a few times why did you do it why
1: did we record that record? No, it's, I like the record, but I could see like it's your oldest record. You don't want to play your first thing. I yeah, get that. It's tough. I mean, I, the, I used to have a much higher voice than
2: I do now, and it, ah. it was it was it was a tough record to play. So that's the reason. No, why did we do the whole thing? Yeah, well, what we did was we put all the records in a hat, and then we let somebody pick a record out, and mm-hmm. then we would play that record. And like everybody's doing their whole classic record type of thing. Yeah. and what we thought. The problem with that is when you go to a show, you know exactly what you're going to get. Like, yeah. Even if it's some something like Doolittle, you're like, yeah. all right, I know what's going to happen mm-hmm. next. So there's no real fun, and so we thought that this might, uh, admittedly, be a pain in the ass for us, but it could be kind of fun and a bummer for people who hate, like, say, ham fisted, and it gets. Picked. I don't hate it. I'm just no, concerned. no, no. I didn't you say would. you did. I'm just saying somebody.
1: What's your? It. I mean, you've done it how many times? Like, what's your favorite album to play, start to finish? Still. Um, uh, whatever happened in PJ Souls was a lot of fun. But really? Yeah. Okay. How often was Pack Up the Cats requested? It, well, there was no request. You, you just I know, but you'd out. hear people. I was at the Metro show, and you, luckily for me, you got Pack Up the Cats. Yeah, that was rigged. Was it really? No. Damn it. Why'd you have to do that? No. You got any more songs?
2: Uh, we'll play one more. Good. Okay. This will be on the Married Men record, too. It's, uh, it's an old one, uh, it's a cover.
7: down Ain't no grave to hold my body down Well look down yonder Gabriel Put your foot on the land and sea But Gabriel don't you blow your trumpet till you hear from me Ain't no grave Hold my body down There ain't no grave Can hold my body down
1: smoke no yeah it's good (laughs) it was very good do you want to play anymore I don't think you do but I want you to so it's really up to you uh we could play one more good yeah Yeah! Yeah! um I've wanted to ask this for years I'm sure you got it a lot do you own a cat no did you ever own a cat no I'm not a cat person. I noticed. It was either love or hate. And I was, b- by the way that Al mended, I was pretty much not a fan. They scare the shit out of me. Because they affect your brain? No, because of that movie Cat's Eye. Oh, Where okay. The
2: cat sits on Drew Barrymore's yeah, yeah. chest and sucks her breath out of her. All right. I'm, it, it, she could be like the way she is now because of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> What are you going to play? Uh, a song called Steady Gaze. Okay. Okay.
7: I'd like to know for sure if you're the cure Just because, because I'd like to know I'd like to know which way from you I've come Because I like to look and see from you to me that suddenly we're meant to be. Tell the actual tale of girl. to meet just any game I'll suffer through your sacrifice and-
1: I'm gonna ask you to play one more. Seriously, I'm not joking. Listen, dude, I'll tell you all the weird stuff after you play the last song. It's one request. Okay. It's two songs. One of you can play one of either or whatever the fuck you want because I like almost all of them.
2: Okay. What is it?
1: It's. Your lucky time or Hey Rita. And the reason why I say Hey Rita is because I know that it's also, it's the only song I think of yours that's both a Scott Lucas and the Merry Man song and a local H song. I think that's an excellent choice. Yes. I
2: I didn't know what you were
1: going to ask for. I forgot all about that song. Yeah, it's great.
2: We gave you our best when we played that Ain't No Grave, so I kind (laughs) of like.
1: I, I personally think Hey Rita is probably your best written lyrics in your catalog. Thanks. Yeah. It's depressing. It doesn't have to be. It, was, it is. It was
2: about a, a dream I had um, where I was a midget. On, nope,
1: that's not what I thought
6: it was no, about. No, it was. <laughs> so well, this changes everything. Yeah, I
2: was, I was a midget. Uh, on. Oh, I mean, I was uh, a dwarf on, on top of a really tall dude's shoulders. And okay. we were in Grant Park. And I was playing that song. Uh, but it was in a completely different key. Uh, not a key, a different time signature. Okay. Like a dream time signature or something. So I had to figure out how to play it in
1: 4 4. Okay. <laughs> was it a fully formed? I, I wonder in why the, I've
2: never told that story before. Was
1: it fully formed in the dream? It had lyrics in the dream? Basically, yeah. It was just. Okay, you like, should sleep more. That's a good a, song. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really good. It's my favorite. Thanks. Will you will you play it now? Let's play it. Sweet. Are we doing the middle part? Okay, here we go.
7: and a park beer in your name But well, I'd like to take you there But no one really cares And who's to blame Yeah, I've been patient But patience just another game Let's play and if you never stay Would it matter what they say? And it's okay
1: Walk away, or I'm gonna keep requesting songs okay. the whole night. Uh, where's your next show that are, is in Chicago? Or you guys are going on tour? Local she's going on tour soon. Yes, in March. Yeah, we just finished a
2: record with Sanford Parker, and so we're just gonna sort of do this uh,
1: April, May sort of mostly tour a lot of Midwest stuff.
2: No, all over
1: the place. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah. And then the Scott Luke's and the Married record comes out in... in June on the End Records. And, cool. Uh, so we'll go out on that. You hear that cell phone? No. Uh,
2: now you know. I don't about hear it. so well anymore.
1: That doesn't surprise me. I can't believe you've never smoked.
2: I'm just not good at it. I've tried. Yeah? Yeah, I wanted to be like Jimmy Page, but I can't inhale.
1: Why? Why don't you be like Jimmy Page? Why would. Because he's. He's awesome. okay. He's medium. He's great. <laughs> I knew that would get a stupid response. Thank you so much for doing this. Thanks for having us. Now I'm going to ask you the odd questions off a mic. You couldn't have been better. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Thank you. Scott Lucas, (laughs) Becca. Give it up for Becca, too. Thank you. That was delightful. Take some coffee. Give it to friends and family. You don't have to if you don't want to. It's weird, I know. Um, Thank you so much. This has been a fantastic evening for me. I want to thank A Hungry Brain and our bartender, whose name I can't say on microphone, because he's that kind of guy. He's a fugitive of the law. I'm a fugitive of the law, need money. So you should tip him heavily, because this shit might end tomorrow, okay? Uh, I want to thank Dimitri. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Everyone in this bar should buy his book, or five people, because that's how many copies he has. It's tr- four four copies. Oh, really, it's only four now? You should definitely buy all four of his copies. Uh, he's a good man, and he might drive you home. No, he won't drive you home. What if they buy all four books? I mean, they'll still pay. What if I'm (laughs) raping? He won't drive to Joliet. This is why we don't say his name on microphones. Um, James, thank you. Perfect. James was great. It couldn't have been better. Esmeralda, how you doing? Fantastic. That's all. I just like saying hello to Esmeralda every once in a while. She's a nice lady. Speaking of nice ladies, you're welcome. Uh, Annie, Rock Falls, great, 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 great job. Loved it. I'm going to ask you to do this again, and I'm doing it on microphone, so you have to say yes, or at least acknowledge the fact that I've asked. So good, thank you so, so much, I really appreciate it. You were going to say something now? No, you you said you were going to ask me something. Yeah, to play the show again. Okay, cool. You're in. You're, you're playing. Next time. Yeah, she was a lot funnier than me. No, if she has her own mic, no one's, no, it's, no, she's definitely not getting her own mic next time. She doesn't even get to sing next time. She's too good. Uh, we're doing shows here, four nights of shows. It's our first extended Shriek of the Hungry Brain, April 9th, 10th, 11th, and 12th. You want to do some of those? Yeah, let's do it. How many you wanna do you want to do? Any of them. Seriously? You're the house band for all four of them now. Oh. See? Awesome. All right, cool. Rock Falls will be here April 9th, 10th, 11th, and 12th at the Hungry Brain the week after Easter. Um, I don't get to come here often enough, and to see all of you here it meant a lot to me. This is the cheesy part of the night. Um, let's all do shots, you buy your own. Thank you so much for coming. I really appreciate it, and have a wonderful night.
5: Follow us on Twitter at YMTE. Friend us on Facebook at Facebook.com them, everybody. And for details on Monday and Tuesday nights at The Hungry Brain, go to youmeetthemeverbody.com.